Welcome to the 1334 Decks, where Researcher Albert and I had no idea who was opening the show. And I just wanted to put that out there. We literally just went into this. You know, I, I worked hard creating a tagline for this show. You know, the whole, we do the but research. I feel like you should say it. We do the research so you don't have to. It's supposed to, like, alternate. Last week was my week because I had to go team. This week is your week because we have all the other news stories. Okay, let me try this again. Good evening. Welcome to the 1334 Decks, where we do the research so you don't have to. I am joined today, uh, which is a Monday, or it's a day. I don't even know what day of the week it is, but I'm joined here today by Researcher Albert. Researcher Albert, did you do the research so they didn't have to? Yes, I always do the research so they don't have to. Now I'm trying to decide, are we keeping both openings or... <laughs> it's pure chaos Oh here. yeah, we're keeping both openings. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a, it's a fun little opening. I... <laughs> I felt it was it was entertaining. Um, <laughs> so, not much news. You're getting all loopy before your surgery tomorrow. I'm so. Oh yeah. So, uh, so uh, listeners, I I'm having a ACL reconstructive knee surgery tomorrow. So I'm I'm mentally in my own way, and I'm freaking out, and I'm anxious, and I'm nervous, and all sorts of stuff. And uh, I, I do know my Nintendo Switch is coming with me to the hospital. I am staying overnight. So. Nice, nice. I'm you can catch up on Snap or Shiny Hunt. I've actually been playing a lot of Snap since summer started. Like, I I thoroughly love this game. And you finally get to feel the sweet release of summer <laughs> now that it's actually here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really weird. I've, I'm not used to having this much time off, and I have just way too much time off now, and I don't know how to handle it. So I've kind of like jittery just like i'm antsy i don't i don't know you can only do so much now i'm even going to be even worse because i'm going to be cooped up in a bed for a while and i'm going to be moving a lot slower and very limited you're a pretty active guy like you're not really like a stay at home for too long kind of person no never i have to be doing something um but uh i know i said a second ago uh but not much news I'm looking at, uh, but there is a lot of stuff to talk about just as discussion topics. Um, what's the one you want to start out with? Because I have a couple things jot down on my notes right here. Yeah. But what what is the one you want to lead off with? Because I'm intrigued. I'm usually a fan of just taking things nice and slow at the start. And that's how Pokemon Go has been lately. As um, We got the Slowpoke event starts tomorrow. Or, you know, by the time our listeners hear this episode... It'll already be live, but yeah, everyone's favorite dopey Pokemon is taking the spotlight for a bit, which compared to last week when we had the Go Show, we actually know more about it. So, Megan Trainers, in case you didn't know, starts on June 8th, going to the 13th. Really nothing huge, huge in the form of new shinies. We do get Galarian Slowpoke being introduced, like we've talked about before. Can't be shiny though, interesting, but they usually do this with the regional variants, like they introduce it first and then... A couple, you know, like, months later when they come back, we'll get the shiny. But um, special research that goes live with it as well, or a special collection challenge, I should really say. Complete all the missions. You will get a, I think it's the Slowpoke Forever t-shirt. It's like a pink t-shirt with Slowpoke on it. Um, They're kind of making fun of a couple, like, or I guess taking jabs at Slowpoke. Because I think one of the research missions is complete a raid in under 10 minutes. Yeah, you you don't get that long for raids, so um, trainers, if you can't beat a Galarian Slowpoke in like 10 minutes, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe just reevaluate your team, but yeah, it, it's a pretty chill event. We're, we're in that like preseason where it's going to be pretty mellow until we get to go fast next month. That's when things really start ramping up. While we're on the subject of go, I was extremely, extremely frustrated Yesterday evening. Oh, yeah. It was um, ah, Gibble Day. It was Gibble Community Day. So JP, one of our friends who's who's guest host on here with us and joined us and everything, he walks in. He walks into the... He's like, Steven, you'll never get it. Guess it. I have a Garchomp. And I was like, oh, you do? He's like, yeah. And he pulls out his phone. He's like, it was Community Day. I was like, "That, that was today. I've been so just out of it. The last couple days, I've been just doing everything and deep cleaning the house and trying to figure out things to do, being off. I forgot about Community Day. I was actually legitimately sad. I was very sad. I forgot about Community And we brought it up how many times on the show? 
pl- plenty of times. But again, when when you're prepping mentally to like I deep clean the ho- entire home and I set things up a little differently in the home so it's like easier for me once I have this knee surgery. I'm just I have not been thinking about anything else. And I'm just like, "Oh no." No. Well, I mean, I guess lucky for you, I caught 12 shinies, so I'll hold one for you. Oh, very nice. Thank you. I'm still kind of hurting after that day, because um, I know Garchomp's pretty good to use in the Battle Leagues for Go, and it's a really good raid Pokemon, and it's going to get a really good Mega pretty soon, so I may have you spent a good chunk of Stardust powering up a Garchomp. As far as they could go until I get Megas to get that extra final CP boost. But yeah, I'm a little low on Stardust right now, so I'm on that grind. I uh, I, I do have my Sylveon, though. It's a, it's a tank. It's a powerhouse. Perfect, perfect rating, everything. Three stars all the way, something. I was like, oh, yeah. Name trick, or you evolved it the traditional way? Oh, name okay, trick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had that. I've already had... What's funny is I had the Eevee I wanted to... Tr- evolve with the name kira about a month ago because i saw the name yeah. thing when they announced it about a month ago and i was like all right but i guess it wasn't live so finally when it became live i then evolved it and i had all the i had like 150 extra eevee candies so i just shot it straight up and had all the stardust and everything like i just jacked that thing up it's a powerhouse it's a tank I think that's a, the main popular Eevee evolution that everyone went for. See that or nobody wants to do do the hard way of having to walk your buddy Pokemon. Get I think it's like seventy hearts total, which is with Poffins and stuff, it isn't that bad. And that event gave a lot of Poffins. But yeah, I know there's a lot of Sylveon love when that Pokemon dropped. Well, about like two weeks ago now. Yeah, about two weeks ago now. Yeah, I, I just can't believe you missed the Garchomp, man. You missed the day. You do get the Community Day wrap-up in December, because we never get new Community Days in December. We get, like, a recap sort of thing, so you've always got then. Just the main thing now is we're going to have to figure out how you and I can meet in person so we can do the trade. Yeah. Pretty much everything in Go for now. Like I said, we're in the chill period, the relaxed period. There is a special raid weekend coming up this weekend, actually, where trainers, if you are... That level 40 and above, you'll get extra XL candy by doing raids. It's going to be on June 12th to June 13th. Going to go from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., you know, your local time. All that fun stuff. We've had these before. Um, it's looking like they're going to be featuring the Reggies because they usually pick a Pokemon to feature and talk about it in the press release, but they don't really talk about anything, but do highlight um, the Reggie Rock, Steel, and Ice coming soon. Yeah, if you don't have those yet, or if you're looking for a strong one or the shinies, it's a good time to go out there and try to add some to your collection or find a stronger, maybe a perfect one, if you're lucky. You'll also get double the candy for catching Pokemon. Doesn't specify specifically if just normally in the wild, or if it has to be a raid sort of thing, but eh, that's out there. And we're going to have Mega Slowbro thrown in there starting tomorrow, too, so that'll be fun to hunt. Now that we have... Our new stuff basically out of the way. What ridiculous nonsense are we going to get into? So you sent me a text. I was walking to the car and I almost dropped my phone and I yelled, what the French toast? Really, really, really loud in the parking lot. Oh, I thought I felt a disturbance you in the sent force. Me, uh, you sent me a, a picture, a screen grab, and a question of... Do you just have $600 lying around for a pen? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, did, did you? Does it look like I have $600 lying around for a pen? I mean, you do have that lovely poster art behind you, so maybe? That was given to me for free at Movie Trading Company in Garland, Texas, because they were selling Cosmic Eclipse packs, and they had all the promotional stuff, and I was like, man, I really want that poster. And the lady was like, oh, here, take it. And she pulled it down and just gave it to me. I was like, oh, nice. I was like, how much? She's like, don't worry about it. It ain't for sale. It's promotional. You could have it. I was like, yes. See, which means you could save your money to apply towards a $600 pin. You know what? That's not where I was trying to go with that. (laughs) That is not where I was trying to go with that by any means. Um, Actually, 
As a matter of fact, let me look at something right now. I'm about to go look at these pens again just to make sure my blood pressure goes up and I can get incredibly upset with things. So I mean, they come in three different styles. I mean, you can get the Pikachu one, you can get the Rayquaza one, or the Charizard one. I mean, from a distance, they all kind of look the same. They're just silver. And I guess you'd have to be really close to notice, you know, the difference and the etching and stuff. But I mean... If you want to show off how much of a dedicated Pokemon fan you are, though. Okay, please tell me these are not the placeholders, and this is like actual... They're sold out now? Yep. From what I've read online about them, there's only a hundred of each one made, so there's the limited edition thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm liking this Rayquaza one. Yo. I'm, you know, I should have gotten this. And you joked. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not spending $600 on a pen. I have a weird pen fi- uh, fixation. I have like a like four cups filled with like different pens. Like I love pens. Just I really do. I write a lot. But um yeah, no, not $600. That, that's not but, happening. But it can be your official teaching pen whenever you got to write notes or sign things, sign no, contracts. I have a nice little Pilot Gel uh 0.38 uh, point on it. But does it have the etching of like a Rayquaza on it though? No, but it also doesn't cost me like a down payment for a new vehicle. It's still missing that Rayquaza though, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, if you want to be negligent with your money, I ain't got pokey dollars like that. I want to say they did this before, but it wasn't 600. Like I want to say when the Pokemon Center like first launched, it was like a Pikachu pen, but I swear it was only like 60, 70 sort of thing. And I think it, there was like a journal that went along with it if you wanted to like buy them in tandem. So I know like some people like really big into journaling, but yeah, that was kind of interesting just to put that out there. Like just $600 and you can get a pen. Yes, you can buy them for, you know, a pack of like five of them for five bucks at Walmart, but they're not Pokemon ones though. Yeah. Where do I, uh, where do I start? Um, I start with, I'm not buying the pen. I'm not going to buy the pen. And it's $600. I will never buy that pen. Uh, you're missing out, man. I mean, we've all missed out apparently because it's sold out, but I mean, uh, it could have been, say, man. It could have been. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like you ordered two of them and you're lying to me. No, unfortunately, I'm in the same boat as you. This is a little too rich for my blood <laughs> here. <laughs> But I did have fun sending this picture to everybody and seeing what the responses were. And yeah, I don't think anybody actually said, I'm going to go out and order that right now. I should have responded with that just to throw you a loop. Just been like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it now. I don't know. You are the guy that bought like the Lapras floaty. You got like the Snorlax beanbag chair. So, I mean, yeah, I got a, a, a purchase like that wouldn't. Yeah, the, that's not really a purchase that would be too surprising if you said you did it. I mean, yeah, it is. It's $600 for a pen. which I mean, you, you just said you like pens. Yeah, I know, but I'm not $600. <laughs> not $600. That's almost as much as my rent. Um, it's going to be your Christmas gift this year. I'm just going to buy you a box of pens and just put Pokemon stickers on them. Cop out. Here you go. Here's your <laughs> official... Here's your official uh, Pokemon pen. <laughs> Albert, Albert Center... pokemon pens um but speaking of of things being expensive um i just guess pokemon's expensive now so i know we talked about it before we went on air i've seen some targets have restocked or decided to sell sell things i've learned the ones in dallas have not decided to resell them in stores. They're just pushing out all the back inventory they have and just trying to get rid of it. And because I've ran across a couple packs. I've been very, very fortunate to run a co- across a couple packs. I didn't get anything good on any of the packs I bought other than a hollow Cedra. That was it. Um, uh, but I, I have noticed that Target is bringing, or not bringing them back, but you know, issuing or getting rid of some of the stuff, at least in Dallas, but other cities, apparently they're putting them back on shelves. Um, Which is a but, quick ban overall. <laughs> yeah. So, but 
I've sent you a text too. I found the the holy grails of trading cards. There's two different malls in the Dallas area, more towards Plano and uh, Frisco. One of them's called uh, Stonebriar Mall in Frisco, Texas, and the other one is Willow Bend Mall in Plano, Texas. And they're about five miles apart down this toll road. Each has like a weird specialty shop to it. So there's this place called Jaden's Toys, which thrives on old school toys, wrestling action figures, like Ultraman, big Ultraman figures, which cost like hundreds of dollars. Um, just you like know, collectible stuff. Nostalgia, like collectibles, like for that are toys. But they have a huge section of TCG stuff. They've they capitalized on it. And then same thing. There's this place called Pop culture uh pop culture figures or something which is just like a huge store full of like retro toys as well but mainly funko pops and um they have a massive stand of pokemon cards too both of them very similar um an individual pack of cards is 15 dollars i think we talked about this on on an episode a couple weeks back but like it's it's real and uh like you know the uh, Pokeballs, the aluminum yeah. Pokeball tins and stuff? They're like going 12, through like all of them right now. Twelve, twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, they're thirty nine ninety nine right now. Ow. I have just ran across four ETBs from them. One of them being um, Battle Battle Styles. One being uh, Hidden Fates, and one being. And two of them being, I think, Shining Legends or whatever. $350. That's going to be a no, no, <laughs> no, and no. Yeah. And then, like, of course, all the, like, Galarian um, Rapidash boxes and stuff are 50 Like, just 50 outright. Um, I know. I got, like that. I got excited because I think when you sent me that picture... It looked like you hit the mother load. I think I even told you that. Like, you you found the Holy Grail. Like, this mm-hmm. is the safe haven where all the cards go. And I saw they had the Urshifu boxes. Like, the ones with, like, the big Urshifu cards and everything. They had both of them. And I was literally about to say, hey, buy me those boxes and I'll Venmo you the amount. Just, you know, tell me. And then you told me the price. Like, nope, we ain't doing that. Like, I, we are not paying this price hike. Like, I understand supporting, you know, little businesses, the mom and pop places. Which is fine, but... I mean, the card packs themselves went up, like, four times their normal amount. Like, no. Like, those ETBs better have, like, nothing but secret rares all throughout every single pack if you're going to be selling them for that much. Like, no, we're not. We can wait this out. (laughs) Here's the kicker. I was talking with a guy in the store, a very friendly guy, and he, um, he was actually willing to cut me a deal and sell me, you know, a pack for $7 instead of 15 or whatever. Cause he, he knew I'm actually like a tried and true Pokemon guy. We had a good conversation, but as I'm talking to this guy, we're just, you know, shooting the breeze and, uh, discussing just different, uh, things that, you know, are around the store and talking stories and stuff. I'm in the store for maybe 15, 20 minutes talking to this guy. In comes a group of four people, literally handfuls, Buying the packs, someone bought the Hidden Fates ETB for three fifty, like in front of my face. Like so, so the price gouging is not as as crazy as it seems, because people are still getting it. People are still yeah, buying. Yeah, that's the problem. It, I was my jaw dropped. Like I sat there, I watched. I watched one guy, and one of his friend. Like it was like three three guys. One of them bought maybe, I want to say. 15 20 individual packs of cards and so 15 bucks a piece right okay i'm just like whoa i watched a guy buy um about 10 packs a couple of the pokeballs and then um one of the boxes like uh, like uh the surfetched box or something yeah then i watched the guy uh, the, the the main guy who i saw walk in first um he was on a mission he loaded up I would say he had maybe 25, 30 packs. Then he bought the Hidden Fates ETB and then two Pokeballs. 
and then I didn't even see the I didn't see the total. I didn't see the total. I I just was more shocked that they grabbed these items, put them down, and the guy just started scanning them. And he's like, "All right, it's gonna cost." I just I froze. I was like, I thought it was ridiculous to see people just go out there and they're like, yeah, I'm going to make a bunch of money and stuff. And I was like, I asked him, I was like, do y'all get the cards graded? No. Why do we need to get them graded? And I just laughed. I was like, you're not making any money then. Have fun. Just, <laughs> just have fun. I'm surprised you even gave him a response. I just was like, oh no, just re- no reason. Just kind of curious. I mean, I, no, I, did, I, didn't, the- I didn't give I didn't give him a response. I just, I asked them. They're like, no, why do we get it? I was like, oh, just, I was, I was like, um, usually, usually, usually people just get them graded just to be safe. Oh, no. And I just, I kind of giggled on the inside. Um, uh, From what I've heard, too, like a lot of the, was it's Beckett and the um, blanking on the other card grading system that's out there. I think both, like, the, both you know, kind of brands there are overloaded to where people will send cards to get graded. They don't get them back for at least six months minimum. Some of have outright said, we're not accepting anything right now because we're just so backed up. By the time you get that graded and it got sent back to you, and if depending on what kind of cards you're sending, you might want to put, you know, some insurance on that letter just to be safe. The price might have dropped by the time it gets back into your hands. So, I mean, if you're a fan, like collecting the cards for the art, it's cool. It's awesome. But if you're kind of basing your livelihood on getting these cards back to sell and make money, um, I, I have some very distressing news to share with you, friend. So, this all ties in. So, as time of recording, this all ties in. So, the Pokemon cards, uh, they're with the price gouging and how everything started. It started with the YouTuber. Well, that YouTuber ended up being in a boxing match last night at time of recording against arguably pound for pound the greatest boxer of all time in Floyd Money Mayweather. So, Logan Paul ends up having a boxing match. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not. He came no. at, he came out cuz I ended up ordering the fight at the uh, ordering the pay-per-view at um at the house cuz I had a friend fighting in the undercard um Chad Johnson and I was really happy to see him do well. Um but we get to we get to uh the main event and Logan Paul comes walking out to the ring. He has a gold chain Right, but at the bottom of the gold chain is a golden diamond encrusted case with a hollow Charizard card in it, and he walked out to the ring with it. Uh, I saw the pictures on Twitter with that one. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I hate." And then, uh, God bless Mauro Ronaldo, the announcer. Uh, he used to announce wrestling in WWE, and he's always quick with these little punchlines and these little pop culture references and stuff. And like Logan Paul, he takes off his Charizard chain and stuff, and all of a sudden, he yells, "Logan Paul is ready to Pokemon Go fight Floyd Money." I was like, "Oh, but it was bad." Make the pun stop, please. Make the pun stop. Oh, wait, wait. oh no. It, okay, Albert, you don't have to know anything about boxing. You don't have to know anything about wrestling. Just listen to this guy's commentary for ten minutes, and your head will explode. But I'm attached to my head. I don't want it to explode. <laughs> But so I, I thought that was funny because I was just thinking about the cards. And I was like, oh, man, it all ties in. Like he legitimately went to the ring with a with a hollow <laughs> Charizard from Gen 1. I wonder if it's a first edition or whatever. I was just like, and it's in this gaudy gold diamond encrusted case. I mean, he's he's really milking this away for all it's worth. <laughs> oh, my he's- goodness. I'm I'm just kind of glad the Pokemon company, at least up at this point, has not done anything to like work with him or be in some type of endorsement with him or anything like that. It's just stay away, please stay away. <laughs> we need this fade to or this whole trend to end soon. <laughs> Didn't the match go like bland, like kind of like bland sort of thing or like a um, meh match? Actually, so the problem was I think people knew that Mayweather could knock out Logan Paul. But he toyed he with did? him the whole. He no, he toyed with him the whole time and just let him go the distance. But he he hit him a couple times and just like he little boyed him. But they went all eight rounds. 
you clearly knew who won the fight because it wasn't Logan Paul, but he didn't get knocked out, so there wasn't really a clarified winner because there was no judges in this exhibition. And it was just, it was funny. It was silly. I just, it was a spectacle for sure. It was like pro wrestling meets boxing. Um, so the, the one time I needed a boxer to do his job, he didn't do his job. He did not do his job. And it, I, fans uh, were upset because people want to see that man go down or his brother go down. And I am, I'm all about it. I am there for it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe somebody else will finally be the one to <laughs> do the deed. Yeah. So did we talk about this, um, you and I, about this when uh, we did our show two weeks ago, uh, about the release dates? Oh, we brought it up on the Go episode, but we haven't. I haven't talked to you about it yet. I think we texted about it, but we haven't talked about your opinions on the show. But so, yeah, we're getting Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl November 19th, I believe. And January 28th is when we're getting uh, Pokemon Arceus. If I'm recalling those dates right. So, that is so odd. They're super close that. to each other. 70 days, isn't it? It's something like that. Yeah. Only but about like, like two and a half months, if that. So, yeah, yeah 70 days. So, and it's just crazy because I've never seen them do this before. I've never seen them put two of their, like, big titles that close and it's it's so weird to me i'm just i'm wondering what the tie-in's gonna be i would think there's at least gonna be some type of like save data link up sort of thing i mean they've done it with other games or like i know monster hunter's doing it with like two of their new games that are coming out but i wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those setups where by having legends arceus you'd probably maybe unlock arceus and Diamond and Pearl, possibly. Maybe some of the other mythical Pokemon that we have to do, like, events for. Because, I mean, that that's the... Hopefully one of the big things, like, we get out of the remakes is we actually get to experience those mythical events. But, yeah, it's they're just so close to each other. It's interesting. And we got the box arts. So that was pretty cool to check out, too. But I wonder if they're kind of maybe keeping things maybe a little bit safe by having... Diamond and Pearl come out, something people are familiar with. And then while people are kind of writing that high, they'll be more inclined to try out Pokemon, you know, Le- Legends Arceus. And since Arceus is for like a different experience, I mean, they're, the basic mechanic, you know, catch Pokemon and everything is there, but it's like a different approach to that setup. Maybe they're hoping that's going to entice more people to come in and play and maybe open the doors for more Legends games down the line. Maybe one for every region or something like that, but I mean, we'll see. It's either that or that they've got some really big stuff planned for 2022, which would be interesting. You want to do it on 25th anniversary, but yeah. something has to. There's big implications to this that I don't think a lot of people are understanding. They're too close, and too. There's some there was a re, there was some sense of importance and I don't know what it is but they didn't show any gameplay nothing like this this is like a really odd thing for them just to drop it like not even like a clip it's just here's the artwork oh, yeah. and here's the release date it was really obscure and I think it was like a random to Thursday it. too <laughs> and yeah no rhyme or reason just out just here it goes we're just gonna put it out there you go like hey y'all and check it, this out <laughs> and if you looked there's exquisite detail to Dialga and Palkia in those in those uh in those covers. There's something that we we don't know yet. And there's something they are saving. And it's gonna tie in those two things. And I don't know how, but it is. And I know they're completely different games, completely different styles of gameplay. But that's gonna be the tie in to what we get for twenty twenty two which could be something massive. And I don't know what it could be. But I feel it is a a a it's more of a trying to get you to the next stop kind of thing. Like X and Y. Look at X and Y. X and Y was like here. All right, we're going to put you on 3D, but this is all we're going to show you. You did, you you're going to get more, but you're not going to know what you're getting. And they pushed it to like a sun and moon and way, the way sun and moon looked. 
but you realizing what they were going for was ultimately to make Sun and Moon what it was going to be for on the Switch. And I think something is tying in those two things together that we're going to see for what happens next year. And maybe we don't get whatever it is next year, but we get the first look at what that big thing is going to be. I mean, there could be. Or, I mean, for all we know, maybe... I don't think so, but RCS might be it for all of 2022. I, I seriously doubt that, but yeah, that's always a possibility. I mean, there's a lot they can do, and I mean, we don't even know if, you know... In the grand scheme of things, if, you know, the whole PokéRest thing might have shifted some development plans, so... Maybe some things just had to get pushed to next year that could have been out this year, but I mean, who knows? It's just, it's always a guessing game until, at least between Diamond and Pearl and Arceus, I would think there's some type of connectivity of at least unlocking, like, events or something. Like, I don't foresee anything like, oh, transfer Pokemon back and forth sort of thing. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I mean, maybe. I guess it's not beyond their own possibility, but, uh, yeah, I would just think there's got to be at least some time between those two. But, I mean, if they're going to do more tie-ins, maybe with Arceus and other games, that'd be kind of cool, too. Yeah, you never know. They might do something with at least Sword and Shield, because, I mean, that's our you know main Pokemon game until either Sword and Shield 2.0 comes out or Gen 9 comes out, whatever that does. But, yeah, there's there's got to be something planned for the rest of that year. I mean, we've, we've got I'm our timeline, sort of. I'm trying to wrap my head around what it could be. I'm trying. I'm looking on Twitter and stuff, and I'm trying to get like a feel of what, you know, what the idea, what the people's people are. Com- people are complaining about these games too now. All of a sudden, like they're just not for it. Now I don't know what what's going on. I see a lot of lot of excitement, but a lot of people are like against it, and I think they're worried that it it's rushed. I don't think so. I don't. I think, think we've had plenty so. of time. Yeah, it's like. I these games have probably been in development for a couple of years now. I bet you Gen Nine is already in development, close to being done, and they're probably already in talks about Gen Ten right now. Like they have five and ten year plans. I mean, thinking if you're running your company, you know, on the fly, making decisions, you know, week by week, you're not running a very good company. Like you need to be planning, like have your five year and ten year plans all set up, but. I don't know, I never like reading comments on the internet because I usually always find things that just aggravate me so much and it's always the dumbest excuses for things or complaints. Like, there's like, I remember seeing stuff for Pokemon Go. It's like, well, why don't they say when the event is? It does. It's in the first line of the article. You just have to read it. Like, there are a lot of information's in the article, but people never want to read. <laughs> I just find it funny that the Pokemon company, there's just no winning. They complain yeah. constantly. There's always something negative. Like you can't enjoy it. Like they could literally drop like a full, you know, every region in one. Have like Breath of the Wild level graphics, or even beyond that, going something like with on the with the Unreal Engine. It can have every single Pokemon, every single mythical. You know, be a complete MMO where you can like run around with your friends. They can throw in the underground. They can throw in Dynamax adventures. They can throw in Z moves and Megas, and your Megas can like Dynamax and all that fun stuff. And people would still complain about it. Which I always, I always wonder where the people get this kind of like energy to complain about everything because I mean, that just seems so tiring to be like so bitter and resentful about every little thing in your life i mean are you really that unhappy who knows um so looking at uh diamond and pearl i'm going to say we don't get dlc for it oh no they're they're trying to like remakes but i do think we get a platinum post game so every legendary will be acceptable like accessible like those things we never got to do, I think oh, yeah. we put in. I think like the RCS event and stuff like that. I think, or like, how can I how can I make this work? Um, like the RCS event, you almost have to get to it to trigger, like a ticket that you get that you, somehow the save file goes into the Legends of RCS game or something, or like, was it something in the Canalave library or whatever? I don't I don't know. It's something I'm you trying to think know. of that could tie those two together. But like I'm looking at it 
And I'm I'm I I love this art style. I'm ready for it. I'm it's I'm interesting. ready for I like it. Diamond and Pearl and stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I like the artwork of uh RCS2. Yeah, people who are complaining, y'all need to figure out something else to do. Like go go like have tea or something. Go learn to fall down. I don't I don't know. Practice yoga, meditating. I hear they're very calming. What else Pokemon related has there been for you? Cuz I um I have learned um I've I've fallen in love with the anime side of things again. So I've been rewatching XY and XY and Z cuz I have the the whole series. Um so I've been doing that as of late too. So I'm surprised you're not in a black and white mood cuz we're kind of in Unova month right now. <laughs> yeah, I did see a black and white like and a diamond and pearl like season 1 kind of thing at Walmart, but I wasn't going to get it. I'd much rather get the whole series instead of just one at a time. That does work, too. Let's see, I did do the Wild Area event this past weekend and got my shiny Politoed, which I love they do these events. I just wish they'd give us like more warning about them because it never fails. We, it's always we get the information about them on like a Thursday night and boom, Friday, it's already active. But yeah, it, this one's already over trainers, but they had a Wild Area event where... Um, a lot of the frog Pokemon were spawning in uh, max raids all throughout the wild area. So you had your choice between you know, Venusaur or G-Max Venusaur, Krogunk. Um, the bigger focus being on Politoed and a boosted chance for a shiny Politoed in five-star raids. So that was pretty much my weekend. And uh, Quick tip, trainers, if you want to do these events... Um, if you're have struggling trying to find people to like raid with, or you can never find raids, because the farming method works, but the odds of you finding that five star, because it's only the five star raids that have the boosted odds, it can be kind of frustrating because they're pretty low just to even get the five star raid to begin with. Uh, a little tip that I learned recently after watching uh, Jay Witz's meltdown on his uh, shiny Wooloo hunt. So that was hilarious, by the way. I know, I love that video, but um, he highlights a little tip in there, so. What they do is you go to your YCOM, you go down to the search function, and you make sure you put it to seeking, so you're only seeking um, raids. And then what you're going to do is go, you're going to go to surprise trade, find a Pokemon that you're not too attached to, and put it in the surprise trade. For, for some reason, that is able to let you refresh your active raids or you know the raids that are available to you through the YCOM a lot faster, at least up to three times. And then after the third time, if you refresh and there's no raids or you didn't get into one, um, just take your Pokemon out of the or cancel the surprise trade and just do it again. I did that method and I got my first shiny Politoed on my third raid and it only took me like 30 minutes. I mean, there's also the fact that like, I got lucky maybe getting into a raid because you know sometimes they fill up pretty quick. But I mean that method worked for me and I've done times where like I like I farmed star pieces and dens during like the wooloo event and i got nothing and i tried it again too for how oh, was it before there i think it was the azumarill one i still got the azumarill because i joined a random raid but uh, this method just works so much better and i can save all my watts for other things but yeah trainers that's my little tip of the day if you don't know that method which i, I think some people know it already but that was a new one for me so at least if there's anybody else out there that's never done that method before there you go Hopefully the next raid event will be a little bit nicer to you if you want to try it. I almost forget Sword and Shield is a game. Oh, I guess because it is Unova Month, I'm starting to see a trend of people discussing the greatness or lack thereof for Gen 5. I don't know why. And this is like just out and about. This has nothing to do with like the Pokemon company or anything like that. It's just people discussing the greatness of Unova as a whole. And a lot of people were talking, trashing the games again and everything. I don't, I, why is this game so kleptic? Why is it so polarizing? It may just because it's just so different. I mean, it was the first time that we never got like a, well, I guess we had technically black and white too, where like the next one's in the series, but it wasn't like a fusion of like black and white in a single game. It was like a continuation of a story. So it was different there. First time a region wasn't based on anywhere in Japan. So the Pokemon designs were 
a little bit different too. I thought they were great games. I thought they were fine, but I I loved Black and White. I was actually one of those when when I got back into Pokemon. Everyone has goes through this thing of you know you go to where you started from, right? And since yeah. I was a gen I was a Gen Oneer, I was like that's dumb. Blah blah blah. I fell in love, and I remember playing uh, White Two during a summer camp with one of the kids who had Black Two. I went and bought it. I bought a copy of it, and I started playing it. I was like, I actually thoroughly love this game. Like, I love the music. I love the story. Like, it's a good game. I don't know why anyone has anything negative to say about it. Like, everyone complained about the Pokédex. I'm like, okay. It's like, they were the original Dexit, if you think about it. They didn't give you any Pokémon in that first game. You had to use the new ones. I think a lot of the games do that, though, but never. not a lot of people ever want to acknowledge that. Like, you technically had to get like red and blue to like get a couple pokemon for gold and silver and you needed i mean there's no way you can move any of those up to gen 3 and then when we got to gen 3 you had to use fire red and leave green to help you finish your decks even have to get the gamecube games to be able to get some of the johto pokemon to help you finish the decks for hoenn and this has been around for a while just nobody ever wanted to like bring it out and acknowledge it until we got to Sword and Shield, which te- technically we've always been walled in, but my favorite video was uh, that guy Mighty Keith, who goes, "Oh, so you mean that you're gonna still have to play eight gyms and have a go through a hierarchy and and you know be a Pokemon champion? The game's still the same? Oh my goodness! Oh, but there's only 400 Mons. I mean, but I only use maybe six, maybe eight of them throughout the whole story, anyways. Regardless, oh, I'm gonna throw a fit. And I was like. It, it was the funniest thing because that's as true as it gets. Like, you yeah. really you you find your your team or you find your your team and some fillers just in case, and you don't even go past eight, usually ever eight or nine. Like you don't. There's always just the same fluctuation of those. Like it's not like I'm gonna catch all these mons and then rotate them throughout my story. That's just that's not how it works. Let's be honest here. Yeah. So like the Dexic thing was like ridiculous. And so I'm intrigued to see what's on this Dex for Legends of Arceus. <laughs> I'm so intrigued by this because I know they have a random set of starters. Now, I've seen some of the Pokemon they have. I want to see which get, which Pokemon are not in that game and watch people's head explode. I, I think people are probably getting their hopes up thinking like, oh, it's going to be like all 890 Pokemon. Like, yeah, you know Sinnoh doesn't have a lot of species because, you know, they're kind of native to things like Alola. Or, you know, Nova or Kalos. Like, they weren't native to Sinnoh, so, um, uh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Pretty much up to, up to me, anything up to Gen 4 is fair game. Anything past Gen 4, uh, maybe one or two, but I'm not expecting to see a lot. Like, I am not expecting this to have, like, a full Pokedex of, like, all-known Pokemon and Ultra Beasts and everything. Like, there's no way Heartseas is going to do that. I don't feel like it's a story they want to tell. I could be wrong, though, but I, I think I might have something onto this one. And no, not because my uncle works at N- Nintendo. <laughs> so I have a question involving that, though. Will they open up? I know they're tried and true to Sinnoh. Do you see them opening up any waves of other Pokemon being in there? Like uh, regional variants of Pokemon that are from Sinnoh and stuff like that? Are they going to give them access to that? I feel like it's a good opportunity to, but I don't think so. I think they're just going to focus a little bit more on catching. Just to see, that, almost like as a way to test the waters to see if people like this catching mechanic or this way of playing the games for you know future games. And maybe take a hand at a little bit more story, the storytelling aspect, really. I don't, I just don't see them doing like regional, like, sin- Sinoan forms, the Sinoian forms, whatever term we're going to go with here. I just don't see no, them like, doing that here. Is there any Sinnoh Pokemon that have a regional variant from like Alola or anything? Or has it just been Gen 1 that gets those? Going through the mental list in my mind right now. I don't think so. I mean, Gen 3 had one with Zigzagoon. Gen 1 got a lot of love with the regional variants. Um, I mean, I'm doubting it. Maybe Bidoof will be superpowered. Who knows? Stop it. <laughs> do you think Arceus, or not Arceus, do you think uh, Palkia and Dialga get a uh, new form or anything? 
Do you think that's what they're hinting, hinting at? I'm, I'm kind of I'm leaning more towards the side of no, just because they said it's like a tried and true. Even in Arceus, I don't foresee it or them getting like their own special forms. But I mean, it's a possible. It's always a possibility. But I'm leaning more towards the no side because, like, I know I've, I said it on a previous show, it's like the story of like, oh, they're getting a new form in the in the case of like, oh, they're getting their own like Dynamax forms, or they're getting their own Megas, like. Uh, that, that's still not the story of Sinnoh. Like, Sinnoh's rich in, like, legends and, like, the lore behind the legends. They're not rich in the history, you know, of Mega Evolution. That's the story of Kalos. You know, they're not rich in the history of, like, G-Max because that's what Galar is all about. Like, when we eventually get to those remakes, maybe, like, I'd, I'll, I'd probably, like, lean more towards, yeah, sure, they might throw a couple new Megas. They might throw in a cup, maybe a couple new Z-Move crystals or something like that, but... For right now, I don't really foresee it. I mean, I could be wrong, and I'd be happy to be wrong, but I mean, I just don't see it, honestly. I want a Pokemon Tournament of Champions game. Hear me out. Instead of Pokemon Stadium, it's basically what they do, what they're doing, the World Coronation Series, but literally every gym leader, every Elite Four person, and every champion in, like, a format. And of course, you get you you will design your character, and you're able to carry over Pokemon from Pokemon Home. And it's like a tournament style game, or it's probably not much of a story. It's more of kind of like a battle format thing, but you do that, and then you battle out all these different you know trainers, and then you get the like the harder like the trainers are like harder than they should have been or something like that just make it interesting like i i think that'd be like a really cool like cash grab game and stuff i i want it i was just thinking about it i was like yeah i think we could do that like having cynthia with the mega garchomp yes their lures don't mix but you could do that like just something like that and then you're kind of on to something because i think what you could probably do with that idea is since you know we have home you could just do like a real basic like app that you can have on your phone or you can have on your switch and you just upload a team into home and you can register them on said app from there and then while you're like i don't know, waiting in line like at a grocery store or like in school. I mean, you shouldn't be doing it like while you're in school, you know, studying, you should be studying, but like you could just like play on the app and do battles from there without having to like load up the main games. Like the main games can just be playing the story, building your teams, catching Pokemon, and then do the whole like world coronation thing. I mean, it, it works on the Rotom phone I mean, the Rotom is pretty much your judge right there. So, I mean, you could build a system around that really. Just use home as a connecting point to link to the app and load your teams there. And just battle from there, experiment, try different things. And then you could have a world ranking from there. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a good little experiment thing or something like that. It's a possibility. Um, I think it's because I keep seeing these little polls from Nintendo since they did Pokemon Snap. Which games do you want remade? Or which games would you love to be revisited? Of course, you see Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. I don't care about Pokemon Stadium itself other than the mini games. I just want the mini games. See, there's no to me there's no point in Stadium because the point of Stadium was to be able to see Pokemon from the Game Boy graphics to, you know, full 3D models, which we didn't have back in the day. Not to reveal our age or anything, but yeah, we did not have that. So that was the point of Stadium was to see these pixelated Pokemon in 3D. All the games are in 3D now, so we don't really have a need for a stadium game, really, unless it's like something special, to where it's like, oh, they're like special kinds of battles, like it's its own battle frontier sort of thing. I think they tried with Coliseum, and it was kind of, eh, like it was all right, but the stadium in itself just doesn't really have a major purpose because if you're just battling, I mean, you could just battle, you know, just by playing the games and going online. Now, taking something, an idea like the mini games, expanding on that, adding in more and doing like a Pokemon party and like Mario Party style. Now we're talking now. That's got a purpose right there. That's something different and new, but I could see maybe they'll do the Pokemon Stadium one and two as just like a nostalgia thing on like the eShop one day. But yeah, beyond that, like I don't. 
foresee a stadium three being announced or anything like that. There's just only there's no only if this only if the stadium is exactly what what I was trying to like pitch with all yeah. the different like tournaments and like the world tournament kind of thing. That would be fun. Um, yeah, but you know, we didn't really have much to to dive into today, and I think uh, we didn't. You know, we're gonna. I think we might actually hit a hit a stretch of news. To be honest, I have a I have a gut feeling. As I'm calling it right now. So by the time this is published later this week, I guarantee we'll either have one news story coming out or something teased for next week. But in these next two weeks, I think we're gonna get a couple a, a big thrust of news. The sad thing is, we record the day right before Nintendo's E3, so we won't even be able to talk about any news stories from there or any Treehouse news because we'll record it already. That is true. I mean, I don't really have anything else to discuss this week. I'm I'm happy to be back, though. I'm excited to, um, like, I'm not excited for the knee surgery, but I'm excited because I'm just going to be playing a lot of Pokemon and having a lot of downtime, and so I'm gonna I'm excited about that because I haven't done that in a while. I need it. Got it. So you can do the editing for the next two weeks while I take a break. No, no, no. But you need something to do. But trainers, as always, if you need to get a hold of us, pretty easy. You can find us on Twitter at 1334dex, or you can always shoot us an email at the1334dex at gmail.com. Information is always included in the show notes. But yeah, from I got nothing else to really throw in here. So from Steven Classic to myself, researcher Albert, and until it's your next adventure, we will see you next time. Later, trainers. We did the research, so you didn't have to.